Yo, we are here. Not the experts NFL show. We took a, had a bye week last week, but we're back, refreshed. Nobody's on the on the PUP list, the IR. We are all here. I'm Titus. I got Levi here. I got Josh with me. Uh, yeah, we're gonna kick it off. Levi. Yes, sir. Give us your takes. Number one. Why are we mad at Todd Gurley, Atlanta fans? I don't understand. I, I really Talk don't. About it. I'm, ty- I'm tired of seeing the Facebook rants, the Twitter Talk rants. We, we suck, okay? Let's absorb that. <laughs> Let's inject that into our veins and accept it. And we need to tank. So I don't know why we're out here going for dubs. I just love the good fact for, that Todd Gurley. Good for Todd Gurley. I love that Todd Gurley is to blame for the fact that the defense gave up a touchdown with a minute left and no timeouts. Right? I love oh, that. my I love God. That. <laughs> I love that's Todd Gurley's yeah. fault. <laughs> no, I, I love that. I love how we completely are overlooking that, that we just let them walk into the end zone with a minute left. And Matt Patricia knew it. I mean, he knew it. He was like, hey, guys, <laughs> it's way better for us to let them go ahead and score because we know yeah. their secondary sucks and we can expose them easily. I mean, yeah, and that I was – that was their only yeah. chance to win was letting him score. Right. Yeah. Cause that was, yeah. Cause they couldn't, they didn't have any timeouts. It's like, yeah, you just got, you, you let, you want to let them score there, but it's like letting them score. shouldn't be the problem. That's like a, that's like a long shot. Mm-hmm. It's like the, the long shot. Like, yeah, if they score, maybe we'll get a chance. Maybe we'll win it. But nah, they yeah. went down and did it. And it's Todd Gurley's fault. Even though he tried yeah. not to score. <laughs> <laughs> he tried not to. He tried to. And that's the funniest part of it is that he tried so yeah. hard. Never in the history, the never in the history of football has there been a picture of of one player in the end, offense player in the end zone, and four defenders around him with their hands up, like touchdown, saying touchdown, six points, that's six <laughs> points. <laughs> Everybody's around, like, give him six, give him six, ref, count that. <laughs> can can we say too that is the saddest picture of a touchdown in NFL history? Mm-hmm. Yep, I agree. I'll agree with that wholeheartedly. I was telling, I think I said the other day, it's like the worst, that's the worst Falcons picture. Yeah, you hear him? Oh, I guess the signal's going out. Josh, you hear me? Yeah, I hear you. Okay, his signal's going out, I guess. I'm going to finish my thought. I was saying that, um, Levi might believe and come back. But uh, I was saying that um, that was the, uh, that picture was like the most iconic bad picture with the Falcons next to that ball in Julio's back when he dropped it in the end zone that time. Yeah. It's 1A, 1B. Right. God, that Julio one's so funny. I had forgotten about it until when we were talking to... on Sunday or whatever, and you mentioned remember... it. I'm like, oh, God, I forgot about that picture. You remember why I used to post that every single year just to mess with Falcons fans yep. on the anniversary? <laughs> like, it was always pop back in my, in my, um, pop back up in my thing. In my uh, memories on Facebook, and I'll be like, "Oh, let me share this yeah. again. <laughs> let me bring this back for the culture." Because God, I love that thing so much. I love that. It's I love so that perfect. Video. It is. It truly is. It's genuinely wonderful. Uh, he's gonna come back later. Very cool. Yeah. So. uh We'll kick it off. So today, on today's show, the things we have to talk about, we are going to look back at the week prior, you know? I forgot. It was week seven, right? Was it week seven? Dude, week I can't six. keep track anymore because of, like, all the schedule it's so switch-ups. Confusing. It's but so yes, confusing. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because gonna... the Steelers are 6-0, and they had a bye week. Okay, so. yeah, so. 
That's basically how at, I'll remember. Perfect. We're going to look at week seven. We'll look at what happened week seven. We're going to preview week eight. We have a conversation about the way we evaluate quarterbacks and how weird it is. And we're going to talk about Bo Jackson's comments. Bo Jackson's old man comments. I'm going to get into that. I didn't hear Bo Jackson's old comments, so I'm excited to hear him. Oh, yeah, I'll tell him to you. Yeah, we'll, I'll definitely tell you exactly what he said when we get when we kick it off. So you can just hear it, hear it fresh. Yeah, please. I, I want to give my hot reaction take. <laughs> for sure, for sure. Uh, so um, week seven, Josh, what do you what were your takeaways? The Steelers are still here. And they were – Steelers-Titans game um, was kind of a big marquee matchup this week. Steelers kicked it off just shutting down everything that the Titans wanted to do, and then the game ended up being closer. Yeah. And but the Steelers survived and here they are six and oh. Um what do you think about that game? Um, I thought from what I watched, like I mean, the final score I think ended up being closer than the game actually was. Oh yeah. Yeah, one of those classics. Yeah, just because I mean I thought the Steelers like had it handled pretty much the whole time. Ben just threw a couple picks and then AJ Brown got loose for like what eighty eight yards, I think, on a touchdown. Yeah, yeah. Which looked eerily similar to the Larry Fitzgerald touchdown in the Super Bowl, where he just split the safeties and was gone. Oh yeah, yeah, that's such an iconic Super Bowl play that didn't. I know. Matter at the end, it's so sad. It's such an iconic play, and then is completely overshadowed by Holmes's (laughs) catch at the end. Right, right. Like just to the point where nobody remembers it. I remember it because of the panic. Right. Yeah. As As a Pittsburgh fan, that was a stressful moment right there. Of the heavy moment. Yeah. That was a wild time. God, that was a good catch. But yeah. Yeah, AJ busted that one out. Then Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh hold on. Now they got the big boy matchup this week. They do. It's gonna be so much fun. Yes. Are they the is Pittsburgh's it's, last it's time? Nice going into these games. Uh-huh. That's what I thought. Usually yep, that's a thing. Usually that's a thing, um, but it, it doesn't feel like a thing this year. It's strange. No. Oh, but yeah, you were saying um, that. But yeah, this weekend's going to be fun because it's nice going into the Ravens-Steelers games, like wanting to win and like all that. But now I like Baltimore because their players are fun and it's not right. Flacco right. and Terrell Suggs. So <laughs> I get to enjoy the games more than I used to. Right, right. Baltimore made an interesting pickup too with Des Bryant to the practice mm-hmm. squad, which is um, – I hope it works. I like Des. I, yeah, Des was I the one cowboy I respected. On no, I wouldn't bet on it either. He's been gone for what three? Is it three years now, or two? Because he tried. He was gonna do the Saints thing. He was gonna do. The, yeah, he's gonna do the Saints thing. He tore his Achilles, so year rehab. So it's probably year two. I'd imagine. He's been gone two years. Let's yeah. see. He last played in 2017. Okay. Not so so two four years. Yeah. Yeah, two four years. Because he never even played it down for the Saints. That's right. Because they signed him, he never even got to play it down because he tore his Achilles in the. He tore it. That was the, like he was coming back from an Achilles, right? And then tore it. Is that right? I thought. I'm not sure. I feel like it was some kind of something injury related. Then he came back and got hurt again. I think that was it. Yeah, it definitely was an injury thing. Yeah. And then, um, wow. You know his first his first name is Desmond. His middle name is Demond. They just took the S out for his middle name. They just took the S out. All right then. That's that's one way More to you do know. it. Exactly, exactly. I still haven't recovered from. I still love telling people that Julio Julio Jones' is real name. I still love doing that. Honestly, what is it again? Quintoris. That's it. Yep. Quintoris Lopez. 
Okay, yeah, he didn't. No, nah, there was just one torn Achilles, actually. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I think he messed up his ankle in that last year with Dallas. This was one of those things where him and Dak couldn't really work together either. Yeah. But, yeah, um, that was a big deal. Pittsburgh's still in the ranks of the unbeaten. Um, Tom Brady tried to make me – try to earn an apology from me. He tried. I'm not doing it, though. I'm holding on. I'm holding on to my Brady slander. Because I don't One, know what, two, I still don't man. know what to do. I don't know what to do with the Raiders. Like, I mean, they they have a good defense, really. Like, what are they? What are they good at? Accidentally winning games. They got Josh Jacobs. That's like about it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's the whole list, basically. Right. It's not not a lot going on there. Yeah, yeah. It's not a lot. They got Hunter, the other Hunter Renfro, the one that doesn't play baseball. Mm-hmm. Wasn't he on the Nationals last year? By the way, Hunter Renfro. Yeah. No. I don't think I so. Thought, I thought this was my in the World Series name, Renfro, because I got very confused last year in the playoffs. Because I think I spelled it wrong. And my friend was like, why are you spelling like the Clemson dude? I'm like, is it not spelled like the Clemson dude? No, he was just on the Padres up until last year. Um, who would have been? I thought it was someone named Renfro. Maybe I don't know what I'm talking about. I probably know what I'm talking about. As I bring the show to a screeching halt. Yeah. Because now, I mean, now we got to figure it out. Yeah, now, I mean, it has to be known. Now we're talking about baseball. Shout out to the Dodgers for the World Series. Congratulations. Yeah, congrats. Also, congrats on now making your team probably stay in Texas for two more weeks. God, can you imagine? I was thinking about that. Like, yo, even the Rays probably got to stay. Yep. There's a chance. Yeah, they got to stay there after losing the World Series. That was such a 2020 thing that happened last night where you saw the broadcast clip where the dude announced it. And then, like, after the, after the clip cuts off, he's like, there we go. He said, and now you see the Dodgers on the field celebrating. Like, wait, oh, wait. You, and there's what? Justin Turner. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Holding what is, the trophy. What oh, okay. What? Okay, he has a mask on. It's not the best, but okay. Oh, wait. Now he's in the team picture without the mask on. <laughs> What's going on with that? And I love that. I love that they were like, yeah, I mean, he just insisted on celebrating with the team. And your point? Is you say no? What? <laughs> like, yeah, this is. I'm sorry, bro. You gotta, you gotta sit down. Did we not do enough letting you play seven innings? Was that not enough for you? Do you need everything? Especially because the first test came back in the second inning, and they left him in because they were worried about a false positive, and then they ran. So I don't know why there's a day delay on their tests. Because what's today? So Tuesday's or Monday's tests showed up Tuesday afternoon. Right. And that's that was the second one that tested positive for him. And that's why they pulled him in the seventh, because they basically confirmed, wait, this may it not be a that. false positive. Yeah, yeah. But I then feel it's like, like why did the first game what why are the tests delayed? And then Right. And if it's delayed, still, like he shouldn't be planned, right? You either gotta delay the game or you just gotta like not play him. Yeah. Just, mo- yeah, just don't play him, don't play him, figure right. out if it is a false positive. <laughs> right. And then you can bring him as a pinch hitter or something. Yeah, yeah, like this, they they played it so so strangely. Um, I was talking to uh, me and Levi were talking about last night, and the theory that I came up with, I was like, "Look, man, Manfred need to be out of there." And he was just like, "Look," <laughs> like they called him. It was like we got it positive. He just, I think, he ignored the call. He read the transcript of the voice message, but didn't actually like click it. He just read the transcript and then called back to like the game started. He was like, "What? Oh, I'm sorry." Yeah, one of my theories. 
And I think he threatened Dave Roberts' job. He's like, you better finish the series off tonight. You better end it. You better finish it tonight, Dave. We cannot have this in the middle of the world with two games left in the World Series. You end this series tonight. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a mess. Uh what what are your thoughts on the Blake Snell pulling? I know it's what the Rays do all the time. Um and that's like people seem to be very very against it today. People okay, are very so anti-math like, today. They're very anti-anti-math today. Yeah, and you know me, like I lean to support the math, but right. I feel like there are certain situations. Yeah, yeah. Where you just say screw the math, and if it comes back to bite you, it bites you. It, because it, right, like, right. He had allowed two hits. He was smoke. He was cooking all of. He them. was unreal. He was pro- quite possibly the best he's ever thrown. Yeah, I didn't watch, but I was just kind of following on Twitter and like just right, looking right, at right. stats and stuff, and. Like I, Gabe Kapler did this opening day against the Braves a couple years ago. It was his first game as the Phillies manager. Aaron Nola is cooking through six, seven innings, and he pulls mm. him at like eighty pitches because yeah. of like third time through that's the order just, splits, like yeah, that, that sort of stuff. Yeah, but I'm like Nola's better than anybody in the bullpen, and the Braves came back and walked it off. <laughs> yeah, you're right, like, right, right. And like it was there are, cer- there are certain pitchers that I feel like you can. Go which way. Like Glass now, I probably would have like pulled Glass now in that situation because mm. he can things can get squirrely for him fast. Yeah. But like Snell's a little bit more consistent, and I mean, and we talked about it. I think managers get too much like blame, too much credit right. for everything. Right. So it is what it is. The race have a disgusting bullpen, so he's turning it over to good people as yeah. well. But I don't know. Yeah, I know it was. It looks especially bad because Mookie was zero two against him, and then he left, and Mookie doubled immediately. Right, and then home. But like Mookie could have easily gone yard off of Snell. Like he could, yeah, yeah. It's Mookie bets. <laughs> right, right. Like I think he's saying his numbers aren't great against like lefties and stuff, but still, like it's Mookie. Like Mookie's Is that true? I, I think like lefties with breaking balls, breaking stuff. Oh, I think okay. with some, yeah. Like he's not great against them, but I was like, yeah, because you're not know, going to the Red and start reading them and stuff. Exactly. Oh, speaking of the Reddit, I have a bunch of things I want to read you. So after the Dodgers won the World Series, I went to the Dodgers subreddit. Shouts to Dodgers subreddit. And I went and found uh, comments that were made after game three. I mean, after they lost game four to the Braves and went down 3-1. Yeah. Um, so I, I found a lot of a lot of great, a lot of gold here. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, he wasn't great against but I love baseball savant. He had a <laughs> 243 X Woba against lefties on breaking pitches this year. Mm, yeah, there we go. Shout out to Reddit for giving me, making me have stats. Yeah. It's beautiful. Give me information. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you because I mean, basketball, I'm kind of saying with basketball, we're like, it's more with basketball, it's more of a chemistry thing where you like try and get talented guys. Yeah. It's like, okay, I see your numbers there, but at some point, this has to just mesh. Like the numbers can't be, the numbers can never tell the whole story. They just can't mm-hmm. in any sport. That's, how, that's the number one thing with analytics. Like, People are going to rail against analytics as a whole today and say it's gone too far, but it's not that. It's just that you got to know how to use them properly. It's not that it's gone too far. It's just like sometimes, like you said, there's special situations where you got to be like, you know what? Bump that. I'm going to let you go to till uh-huh. it's too late. If, if I, I'm going to live with you, I die with you. Like, that's what it is. That's what it's it is. Game, se- like that. game six of the World Series. Like. Right. We're down. Like, I'm going yeah. to live. We're going to live or die with you. That's, what it's gonna, that's how it's going to be. And I'll be at peace with that. Um, so, yeah, here are some Dodgers comments after they lost to the, um, after they got defeated. As they went down 3-1 to the Braves. Mm-hmm. This is one. Imagine just coming home from a long and mm, crappy 10-hour shift just to see the Dodgers get a bleeping beat down. This bleep sucks. 
I've had to come home this, I've had, I had to come home to this ish today and Tuesday and it's absolutely depressing. I'm trying so hard to be optimistic and that's all I do for the time being. What is the solution to this? Year after year, same old Dodger baseball. And the comment under this comment is, this team has no incentive to change. They are making the postseason and get away with the argument that the postseason is a crapshoot. Would be a heady play if that was true. Yeah. Uh, so one person had given up and said rooting for the Rays. <laughs> uh, let's see. What was my some of my favorites? Here we go. Can't wait for the post-game interview. Bleeping explain your bleeping selves. Can't hit for a bleeping bleep. I'm looking at you bleeping Mookie and Sager and Belly. Wake the mother bleep up. Like, and <laughs> This is the thing. It's Blake Snell. Like you no, had no, to this know is, this was he's capable of this. No, no. Bryce this, Wilson shut no. you guys down. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they were. And here's here's one. I'm tired of seeing Roberts just sitting down looking around with a tight with a tight blank face mask pulling on his ears. Stand up, make some noise, make your presence felt, fire up your team and get them locked in. That's the Stugatziest <laughs> quote I've ever heard. <laughs> what everything about that was the Stugatz quote. <laughs> What's Dave Roberts going to stand up when what is he even making some noise? I was so confused. I was like, do they do that? Would that work in baseball? Like, I don't understand that as a strategy. Like, you're going to fire, fire the dudes up when they're having a hitting slump. That's what's going to work. Yeah. So, yeah. So, the the break, when the Dodgers fans were done with the series, and now here they are celebrating the World Series. Yep. Funny how that works. It is. I love I love post-game thread, post-game thread uh, things just for that. Because they never delete. You can just go back and see real-time feelings. And it's just beautiful. Yeah. Those are some of the, those are some of the Dodgers' comments. Uh, shout out to Mookie for changing teams and being getting paid and being great and getting another yeah. ring. It's just beautiful. Two ring for 30 with two different teams. That's that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Especially with baseball. That doesn't happen. I was thinking about them like, wow, baseball, that can't, that's really not a common thing. No, think about it's it. not. Because the league's just not a superstar driven. Right, right, right. That's dope, though. I mean, like it kind of is, but there's just it is, but I know you're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. You, like one superstar is not just going to drastically change your change the exactly. Of it's not the LeBron yeah. effect where he go whatever team he goes to automatically <laughs> right. has a shot. Right, right, right. Yeah, shouts, shouts to Dodge and Clayton. Clayton got it done. I'm very happy about that. He's great. Whole season. Yeah, exactly. He got it done while being dope. It's not like he got carried. No, nah, he yeah. was he was he was dope the whole post series postseason as well. I like that Julio Uriah guy. I like him a lot. He's he kind of had a domestic incident on a parking lot. Oh, never mind. But like that's the and that's the tough thing is like he's really, really, really good. And he overcame yeah. a lot physically because his mm. eyes he's had a couple of procedures on his eye. He had like major shoulder surgery to the point like they didn't really know how good he would be coming back. Yeah. But like he throws but that situation, it was like they reviewed video and while he did make contact with her and she fell it was like he was just kind of trying to like more of like a restrain than attack okay, so i don't yeah. know and those things are so they're messy they're very gray. messy yeah, yeah they're so messy right 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 um he struck uh, a rose and rain out i'm not struck him out he, he, he got him out mm-hmm. late and i was like ooh, okay because the rain is a rose and rain has been out of his mind yeah and i briefly off knowledge i'm like this is this is a wild run I think he yeah, that was... set the record for most home runs, and I think he had most homers and RBI. In a yeah, he did. He did. I think. I think I did hear it on the broadcast because like Corey Seager tied him in Game Five, and then <laughs> Arizona went deep again, like the wow. next inning. 
Yeah, I think they said last night was the most strikeouts in a World Series game or something like that. I think I heard something like that last night. Yeah. So that was a fun series, though, man. Like, honestly, it was, like, that was mean, a fun six-game series. It wasn't one of those weird ones. It was just legitimately good baseball on both sides. Yeah. And a thing here or there could have changed it for anybody. Absolutely. It was fun. That was even in a shortened season. It's nice to know you got the two best teams in there. Like you got a competitive series out of it. It didn't feel right. Wonky. It felt like that was like it felt like that's what it should have been. It didn't feel like there was any anything besides. I mean, yeah, I think I think the Rays were the one seed in the AO. So it's oh, like yeah. I mean, you got the two one seeds. Yeah, you which got the doesn't ones. happen often. Right, right. So Manfred, do you see Manfred's face while getting booed? Because it was hilarious. No, I missed it. Oh, he was so salty. He was so sorry. He thought the booze were gonna stop, and they just kept booing him. He was he was not he did not like it, and I laughed a lot. After he hand and while he was handing out the hunk of metal to the to the winning team, handing the hunk of metal as he calls it, the piece of so metal. Elo- yeah, yes, he so eloquently put it. What a guy! I'm gonna tweet you this link. But yeah, so now that's done. Back to football. Um, what do you have any other standouts from week week seven? Let me pull up the. Uh... Oh, Cardinal okay. Seahawks is as is weird was weird as ever. As you yeah, that they can't play a normal football game under they no circumstance can the Cardinals Seahawks play. They cannot just be regular. It's always something weird has to happen. Someone has the either it's a tie, some weird missed field goal. It's just they just refuse to be normal. It reminds me of now because I just watched this clip from the Atlanta the other day. Uh, <laughs> When he's sitting in the jail cell and the dude sitting next to him finds out his girlfriend was a guy. Oh, yeah. And all yeah. That. It's like, stop being weird. I'm not. <laughs> that is the entire series. This is literally the whole series. It's such a strange, a strange matchup. And it was hard for me to pick it on Sunday because, like, I don't know what's going to happen because every time they play, no matter how good Seattle is, it's a strange game that doesn't make sense. Yeah. No matter how many times they play each other, I don't know what to do with it. But I ended up picking Seattle because it's, it's Russell Wilson. And then Russell Wilson went out there, and, and he was not – he was good, but not good at the same time. Yeah, he – he it's like he kind of – he ended up with a great stat line, but then some of that self-inflicted because of throwing Right, picks. right. Also, heady play by him. Like, the best way to throw an interception is to have a DK Metcalf on your team because then when they hawk the dude down, no one talks about the fact you threw a pick. We're talking about the fact that, oh, my God, how did he catch him? It's an incredible – <laughs> Did you see the uh, they Buddha was mic'd up? Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> How did he catch me? How did he catch me? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, DK hawked him down. That was kind of scary. Yeah, like DK terrifying. We all know DK is a ridiculous athlete, and then he still found a way to show us how ridiculous of an athlete he is, even further than we. But it's like he, he's ridiculous, and Buddha's ridiculous. He's really yeah, good too yeah. and fast. Yeah, and DK's like, nah, come here, come here. That was from the Julio Jones school of tackling, too. Julio Jones been catching dudes for a while, too. Yeah. On the Matt Ryan picks. It's like him and Matt Ryan, Julio and, and DK are the ones that, like, you throw a pick, well, you might you might think you got a return, but they're coming for you. Yeah. They are coming for you. And back to Larry Fitzgerald, Larry almost hocked down uh, James Harrison in the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, he did. <laughs> Larry ran out of bounds for about 15 yards, too. But. <laughs> yeah, Larry took the easy route. Yeah, Larry, Larry got a four set of bounds and didn't necessarily come <laughs> back in right away. It's so that's what sounds so funny is because James Harrison was like so gassed by the end of yeah. it. Yeah. And then the first part was in the second half game, he was still getting oxygen. Like that was a bit that was the best clip to me. Cause he like it's like, yo, it's been like 30 minutes. He's still over yeah. there getting oxygen. <laughs> I'm I'm trying to imagine him at halftime in the locker room, like how tired he was. 
just in, in the back. Wait, that was wild. Um, I think it was another game. Oh, Eagles are in first place. And I've discovered something, Josh. I've discovered something. Being a facetious, obnoxious fan is so much more fun than having a good team being an obnoxious fan. Because yeah. it's so much fun to know my team is terrible, but it's still tell Levi and other people, bro, I told a Ravens fan, bro, I told a Ravens fan yesterday, are you in first place? I'm sorry. What, what place oh, are you no. in? <laughs> like, like It's so much fun to not be good, but also be in first place. And no, you're mm-hmm. not good, but still tell people who aren't in first place. I'm sorry. What, what, what spot are y'all in your division? Oh, you're the worst. I am, but it's so much fun. I'm enjoying it. I'm thoroughly enjoying it. I feel like we're not good, but we're on the on the edge. We're so close to being almost decent. Yeah, but it's just like, but then it's just all the weapons just keep getting hurt. So it's like they you try to hurt. get closer and yes. closer, and then it just feels like you're getting like yeah, it, it, yeah, yeah. You feel life, and then oh, now the Sean Jackson's out for a while again. Yeah, it's it's kind of annoying, honestly. I felt bad for Deshaun because like that was the first time Deshaun played in the Eagles uniform since the Falcons game. Last year, that was the first time he had been on a field. And I thought he played. Oh, I didn't realize that was his nah. first game back. I thought he played earlier. Yeah. No. 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 That was his first game back. Uh, Levi, we're talking about how. Um, can you hear me? Yeah. 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 Okay. We're, we're talking about. Um, we're talking about how it's fun. How I'm having enjoying being an obnoxious Eagles fan sarcastically. Like even though my team's not good, but we're in first place, so I'm just annoying people with that anyway. And I told. Yeah, I told her. I told a I told a Ravens fan at work that I, I said to him I'm sorry I said are you is your team in first place I'm sorry what what place are you in your division are you are you leading your division no okay don't talk to me like it's so much fun it's so much more fun to be a be a obnoxious fan about a team that's not good and you know isn't good but you're in first place this is an enjoyable way there's no stress on me because like no matter what happens I'm not stressed out about this about our first no. place run. It's just, it is what it is. The Super Bowl year, Super Bowl year was fun, but I was stressed when I realized that we could possibly win a Super Bowl. Like when I started hearing the word Super Bowl around my team, I got super stressed out. During oh, season, 100%. And I was living and dying with everything. <laughs> this year, bro, we're playing with house money, dog. We made the playoffs. The only, the only thing I require is that we beat Dallas this week. All I need in my life is for us to beat Dallas. Just get them out of, get, beat whoever their third string quarterback is badly. Please, please don't make this game close. Whoever they're going to play. I don't even know who's gonna play quarterback for them. Are they gonna? They should. Let's just let Kellen Moore play quarterback. Be offensive coordinator and quarterback. How about that? He's still young. He's still spry. A little spry, right? Kellen Moore can't be that old. Yeah, he's like what thirty? He's got to be like thirty something. Yeah. Kellen Moore. Yeah. Yeah, Kellen Moore. He, he and Taysom Hill are probably like the same age, honestly. He's thirty-two. Thirty-two. Yeah, by a year difference. Yeah, Kellen Moore. Let Kellen Moore play quarterback and be his own offensive coordinator. Mm-hmm. Let's go. The setup. Yes, that, that might throw the defense off. Good. Yeah. Jim Schwartz. Never know what he might do. I hope y'all lose just because I'm here for the rant. The rant if we lose to Dallas? Yeah. Oh, that'd be bad. That'd probably be an immediate <laughs> podcast. Like That'd probably be like an immediate podcast right after the game with me just being upset, to be honest with you. Who's playing quarterback yeah. for them now? I zoned out. We may have already discussed I, it. I No, I don't. I have no idea who, they, who they're going with. I legitimately don't. I'm just. I just hope we don't lose to him. But I have no idea who they're going with that quarterback. Is it um, Tayamu? Who's on the Cowboys? Uh, they're the guy know. that they have listed on like, like the ESPN depth chart. So take that with like the largest grain of salt ever. Is Ben <laughs> Dunici? 
Denichi. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Oh, they're tanking. That's right. Who is that? I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't know what that is at all. They got. I never seen one of those. Giuseppe out there throwing the football. He was a seventh <laughs> rounder from James Madison. <laughs> so this is going to be and the then Zeke Gary Gilbert is also on the team. Oh God, Garrett Gilbert! Please give me a Garrett Gilbert NFL game. I yeah. want one of those. Oh yes! Please yes. <laughs> give me a Garrett Gilbert NFL Wait. game. This is the Garrett Gilbert from Texas. The one. Yes, the one who the had that one, one time at Texas. He had yeah, that one that game at Texas. Nas- that one national can- championship game. He he officially claims SMU because he yeah, transferred, yeah. right? Yeah, 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 yeah it's that Garrett Gilbert. <laughs> That's beautiful. Yo, Gilbert was supposed to be the next best thing. Oh, but Everson Griffin did get up. traded. I didn't know. I missed Everson. Oh yeah, Griffin. Everson Griffin right? actually yeah, getting traded. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, went to the Lions. Yeah. Like peanuts. Sixth round, conditional. But yeah, so Gary Gilbert might be the quarterback. That'll be great. I'm excited for that. Yeah, I'm here for that. Yeah, that Denichi guy yeah. came in for Dalton after Dalton okay. got hurt. So it's, I would probably guess it's him, but... Yeah, okay. So we're looking at a division. Let's review the quarterback situation in the NFC East, okay? We have Daniel Jones, who has beaten one team not named Washington, the Washington football team in his entire career. Um, We have... Uh, who's in? Who else? Oh, we have Carson Wentz, of course. Who's he's he's a quarterback who's has a box of scraps to throw to, and Travis Fulgham. I love you, Travis. And we have this. We have who's? I mean, the Kyle Allen is he alive? He he's he didn't get hurt. Like, he didn't get hurt, right? He didn't get injured. Kyle Allen. Yeah, Kyle Allen so. with with the football team. He's there, so he's there. We have Kyle Allen yeah. and this Demich and this Demicho dude for the Cowboys. This is a this is a wild quarterback situation going on. It's so much happening. Yeah, Kyle Allen. He was yeah, the, he so played like, last week. One ninety four yeah. and two touchdowns. Yeah, so like it, it <laughs> the NFC East, man. And we got primetime games because we're the NFC East and it's four huge media markets. Primetime Sunday night. You love to see. Oh it. my god. You absolutely love it. yeah, Dallas Dallas and Philly is a Sunday night game. I don't know if y'all understand oh. that. Yes. It's the NBC it's the NBC Sunday night game. That's going to be yes. a fun pick. I'm excited. I, I, for one, am thrilled about it. Uh, so, Levi, what are your other takes you had before you got cut out? <clears throat> um, well, I want to throw in, speaking of picks, I want to throw mm-hmm. in the fact that we are now tied at first for our primetime picks. We are indeed. Thanks Going to Russell Wilson. Thanks to Russell yeah. Wilson. Thank you, Russell Wilson. Um, also, I've experienced the worst loss in fantasy because of Russell Wilson. Where Ooh, tell me how Tyler, tell me how Tyler Lockett outscores three dudes, three <laughs> other dudes on my team, bro. I got San, Zane Gonzalez, uh, Kenyon Drake. He he gets taken out early because of injury, and then Russell Wilson, and yet he still goes out and puts up more points than all three of those dudes combined. And I was leading going into the game, Oof. and I walk out a loser. You had to lead with Which your quarterback was, to play and lost? You had to lead with three people to play and lost? Yeah, you know what's even, the one? Even, you know what's even uh, worse is that, that if Zane Gonzalez would have hit that first field goal in OT, that would have won me the game, game <laughs> over. But he missed it, so I go back in points because that's a penalty. And right. then Russell Wilson ends his drive with a interception, so that's another minus two points for me. And so they just kept taking points away from me. I couldn't even keep them. <laughs> Hmm. Worst fantasy 
matchup ever. That yeah. is, that's a painful loss. I'm so glad I skipped fantasy this week. I'm so glad I skipped fantasy this year. Even though I was supposed to be in the NTE league, I just overslept and missed the draft email. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, Bro, that's how I got out of that one. Our not the expert fantasy league is so bad, dude. I'm pretty sure we got only three teams with re- with winning records. Oh, then it's East of Fantasy. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that's beautiful. That's good. That's good yeah. stuff. That's it's good uh, stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's beautiful stuff. What else have you got? Have you about the uh, 49ers yet? No, nah, we haven't. You got uh, takes? Well I, just wanna... well, I got one take. I meant to uh, mention it on Sunday. Yeah, I just want to say, um, have y'all heard the story about Eric Armstead interrupting his defensive coordinator's date night? No, what? Oh. Yeah, so Friday night, uh, the defensive coordinator, Robert Sala, I think, yeah. he was having date night with his wife, watching a movie, and his phone started blowing up because Eric Armstead was practically sexting him. And when I mean sexting him, I'm saying he was watching game film and started blowing up, up his defense coordinator, asking him questions, which is pretty, pretty much like getting sex for a uh, defensive coordinator. So, uh, yeah, either ruined that date night or enhanced it. He's it running to the got... bathroom every five minutes to text him back. <laughs> he didn't go to the bathroom so much. Why do you keep taking your phone? Yeah, he didn't. He didn't enhance the date for uh, Robert's wife. He enhanced it for Robert by himself. Yeah, he did. Robert's wife is mad annoyed. Like, why? Okay, so not even date night, huh? Can't even have date night. All right, cool. Unbelievable. I, I feel like it really got him in the mood, though. You know, he wasn't feeling frisky already for that date night. He was definitely feeling it after getting those text messages. It's entirely possible. It is entirely possible. Yes. Uh, have y'all talked? And uh, have y'all talked about Tampa Bay yet? Uh, I did mention how Brady is trying to make me get apologized. I'm not apologizing for beating the Raiders because I don't know what they're good, what they are, what they're good at. Besides accidentally beating the Chiefs. What about the uh, Packers? They beat. I mean, they manhandled the Packers. I don't know what to do with the Packers yet either. I don't know what to do with them yet either. Yeah, my, my jury's still that's out. That's true. The Packers are good. I mean, I can say on the show Sunday. The same way they were last year. Yeah. I said on the show Sunday, we're we're in the we're entering who's who territory. We're about to figure out who is who in the NFL. We don't know yet. And after who's you know what comes after who is who, Josh? In the mix. In, contenders and pretenders, and then yep. in the mix. And, and then, then in the, in mix. the mix. Yes. Then we got that mix up. Yes, yes. And then yes. made it to the dance. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> the tournament as as the great as the great um Mike Tomlin calls it. Like, why don't you just call it the playoffs, Mike? Freaking weirdo. <laughs> It's always got to be strange for no reason. Dang. Yeah, but when it comes to Tampa Bay, though, we'll see how the Antonio Brown thing works out. But I think that defense is just good enough to carry that team. And all Tom Brady has to do is not screw it up. Yeah, it's just be better than he was in New England think, last year. Yeah, I think it's good enough for the regular season. We'll see what happens when we get the good teams in the playoffs. That's when we'll see what's going on. Because I haven't erased the memory of Tom Brady not being able to score a point or get over midfield in a single and a half last year. He had a whole half, needed one point. Couldn't do it. It hasn't left my mind yet. Yeah, because they they had – when do they start facing some good offenses? Uh, In the playoffs, probably. I mean, they got the Saints again. Panthers are kind of iffy. The Rams – they got the Chiefs. 
Okay, that'll be yeah. Falcons at least have like an offense that puts up points. That's what yeah, they do do that consistently. The offense does put up points. Yeah, it's not it's not a lot of threats for them right now, like offensively. Really it's are. kind of a it's kind of a down year. Like I think Seattle might be the biggest threat, but I don't trust Seattle's defense at all in any mm-hmm. circumstances. I just don't. Um, I think a team like Arizona, if Arizona can sneak into the playoffs, they might could surprise them. I mean, NFC West team might surprise somebody, yeah. truthfully, because the NFC West is just so loaded. Like most teams probably could smoke somebody in a tough matchup. But yeah, it's, I think they're gonna be they're gonna be good until they get to the playoffs, and then we'll see what's up with them. I think it's gonna be another. And, and that's like the Brady special. Like you, you don't think teams are that good? They go to playoffs and either flame out or somehow make a Super Bowl again. You're like, okay, I guess that's what it is. Let me one of the other. Yeah, we'll see. Which I know the defense. The defense has been really inconsistent. I was looking at their numbers last night though, and unfortunately, I don't have pro football focus, so I couldn't go too in depth. No, you're not my party. Uh, yeah, I know. I need to hit him up. Maybe he can give me his account, but. <laughs> It's probably a fake account too. He doesn't. It's a, he doesn't have one. But um, they're good. They got. They're second in the league in sacks and interceptions. I want to say. And so they got a, I mean, they got a solid defense. Yeah. In both those, then I think you're going to be yeah. good. I their think defensive that, line that is. Over. Their D line is good enough to give people problems for sure. Especially now, their D like their D line is is solid enough to give cause some issues for people. Yeah. Uh but yeah. I, yeah. I I just think with um when it when it comes to comparing Brady with the Pats and Brady with the Bucks, it's just kind of hard cuz I know yeah, he is older and of course he's nowhere near where he used to be talent-wise, but he has never had this much talent stacked up on yeah. this side of the ball than he has, you know, ever in his career. Mm-hmm. And especially as we go down the road, once you get Antonio Brown active acclimated to that offense and then you so you're gonna get <laughs> back, Mike Evans back. <laughs> you said you said yeah, Tony Brown acclimated to something. I, yeah, he'll, he'll probably get kicked out before Yeah. Him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Did you see what Bruce Arians said to him? No, what'd he say? Um uh, I think he said he said something that like get on or get off. That's what he told uh, Antonio Brown. He said, get, he, he's like, get with a program or just go ahead and leave. Yeah, I'm <laughs> absolutely certain. Up. I'm absolutely certain that Bruce Arians didn't want to do that, but the ownership made him. Like, I'm fully certain of that. But then, yeah. so well, the weird I, thing for Bruce was talking about him talked it over with ownership because I thought it was going to be a Brady move. Yeah. And, like, same. Bruce isn't exactly. afraid to just throw whoever's fault it was under the bus. He's surely not. That is a thing Bruce will do. <laughs> Bruce will blame somebody for it. So that's so what kind of makes Bruce. me wonder, like, <laughs> how it all broke down because I'm like right I feel like Bruce would have just said I didn't want him that's that's <laughs> true that's true he might just he you know what he may not want to be he's like you know what fine we'll just ride it out and then when it goes poorly don't ever talk to me about a decision again exactly. might be one of those where it's like you can make this one but after it goes bad don't don't ask me I'm doing whatever I want and shut up and, and watch well, I, have a, I have a theory okay talk to me Brady went over Arian's head went straight to the owners, kind of like a Robert Kraft, Bill Belichick. Wouldn't be the first time. Definitely yeah, be the first exactly. Time. Yeah. And so they sat Bruce down and they told him, this is what's up. And even though Bruce doesn't mind throwing people under the bus, he's still, you know, he's still that man where he doesn't want anyone to think that, you know, somebody has superiority over him. So at Understood. the end of the day, he's going to say, yeah, you know what? 
Brady didn't tell me to do that. The owners didn't tell me to do that. I told myself to do that. <laughs> Just to make himself feel better. I can yeah. definitely see but that. Then, I can definitely see that. But then once he kicks Antonio Brown out, then that's when the real truth will come yeah. out. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's going to come through. Some anonymous source is going to get the full story on it, on that. It's been outside the lines. It's Justine 30. is going to get a text. Justine is definitely going to get a text about that. Shout out to Justine Anderson. Uh, OBJ, heal up, bro. What up, Beckham? I'm sorry that Baker Mayfield threw you into that, got you in that situation by throwing a terrible interception. I'm sorry that happened. <laughs> um, let's get into this, guys. So, Levi, while you're on, I want to get into um, the topic that I had for the day, which is the quarterback discussion and the way – we evaluate quarterbacks in the NFL. And I've thought about this as everyone celebrated Baker Mayfield. Well, not everyone, but a lot of people celebrating Baker Mayfield for having a great second half. And it was a great second half. He threw one completion. I think it was like a spike, which technically counted. Um, and threw a beautiful touchdown pass. Touchdown pass was beautiful at the end of the game. That was a great pass. I have nothing negative to say about that. But all of a sudden, it's like, oh, yeah, Baker answers the critics. Like, he beat the Bengals defense, guys. Yeah. Like, are we going to do this with that? Or is that what we're going to do? I understand it was a great game, but it was it was the Bengals. And it got me to thinking, like, I feel like everyone is so dedicated to being right about a quarterback on one side or the other that anytime they do anything, whether it's a bad win or whether it's a bad loss or a good, or a good win over anybody or a win and a good line over anybody that everybody's like, see, I told you he was great or I told you he was trash. <laughs> like... <laughs> It's such a weird thing we do. And I think another thing that's wrong with the way that quarterbacks looked at, I feel like we're looking at everyone as if they're going to be in that Mahomes tier, that Mahomes Rogers tier. And if they're not, we're looking at them as if they're not good. And I've been guilty of that myself with some players because I'm always like, a, I've been like a championship of bus guy, but I've come around to the fact that maybe you don't have to be, you don't have to be a franchise changer to be a successful and champion quarterback. Right. Like you can be somewhere in the middle. You can't be a game manager, Alex Smith, in his prom. You can't be that, but you can be somewhere in like in the in between that, right? Like they're franchise changers and then they're like franchise quarterbacks. And I think a franchise you can be a franchise quarterback without being like a franchise changer, if that makes sense. Like a franchise changer is somebody who I think can make the team better, regardless of like with with decent talent, you can make that roster better and take it to a different level. Whereas, like, a franchise quarterback, somebody that can be a quarterback 15 years, you get the right talent in there, you can make things happen. That makes yeah, sense? When you say that, that yeah, yeah, I said yeah, that I argument. I, I, that. I rehearsed this in my head last night at work, so I was hoping it would make sense <laughs> when, I, when I said it. <laughs> that makes sense because, in my opinion, when you say that, my head goes to a Nick Foles or a Jimmy Garoppolo. Like, these guys who are going to cost you a game, but they're definitely not going to single-handedly win you a game either. Well, I will say well, except Nick for Jimmy G yeah. may have cost some of that Super Bowl though. Jimmy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy didn't help. <laughs> Jimmy didn't help that situation. And uh, but yeah, I think Josh, what, what, do you, what do you think about that? I think you're right. I think I think people just get they stick to their guns and all that. And I, yeah, it's weird now because, like, now we're talking about where normally we would write off Darnold and like Haskins and all that. Like, I mean, you've right. had two plus years or whatever. Like, we're done with you. But now I think we're just getting smarter about like. Okay, there are good situations and bad situations. Right, right. And if someone is in a really bad situation, like we kind of give them a little bit more leash, like, ah, maybe they just need to get out of there and all that. Right, right. Like it's such a, the goalposts move so much for it. Yeah, yeah. 
And like even as someone who's never been sold on Darnold, I was I wasn't a big Darnold guy in college. It's still like, yo, I can't look at Adam Gase and what he's doing and just think that <laughs> you're just terrible. I can't do it to you. Like I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, I feel like there might be something here. Maybe I feel like you deserve a better chance than this. And I think Ron Tannehill has kind of changed my math on this too, because yeah. Tannehill was so yes. mediocre for yes. so many years. And now I can't look at him in Tennessee and say like, oh, he's just a dude. No, that's a solid NFL quarter. That's a really no, yeah. good NFL quarterback for you. Like that's that's a really good player. I think that's kind of changed my the way I calibrate this now. To like, no, you I'm can so be. Glad, there are guys out there. I'm so glad you brought up Ryan Tannehill because for some reason every Sunday we are we overlook him. We never bring him up when I want to, just because I want to address one anomaly he kind of is because we were. When he was in Miami, we were thinking this guy is either subpar, subpar or below average. Right. And right. That, yeah, it's crazy. It really it's all about what kind of scheme you're going to draw up. Um, I mean, it's mainly for these run-heavy teams, in my opinion. Uh, that's why I went to Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. Because they're yeah. going to run the ball first, and right. he's not going to have to do too much. So it's all it's all in how you're coaching these quarterbacks as well. Yeah. Even with Jared Goff, right? Like Jared Goff's kind of there too, where McVay knows McVay, like last year it was a down year for Goff after Gurley was out and they really couldn't figure out how to run the football. That didn't help him. But like with the running game is moving, golf can make things happen. Like golf can make some plays. Yeah. yeah. He, he makes plays for you. Um, even I'll even use like Matt Ryan, right? Like Matt Ryan might not be a franchise changing quarterback, but Matt Ryan, when he had everything clean, he had the right coaching. And when they utilize those weapons, he's he was incredible. He won MVP. Like yeah, he, he like, became an MVP yeah. level quarterback with that. So like you put God in those situations. Carson Wentz this his second year. The weapons were good. He was able to do what he needed to do. He was on his way to getting an MVP before the horrible, horrible ACL was taken from him. Right. Like there are guys who are capable yeah. of doing that. Um, I'll say Dak Prescott as well. Like Dak is incredible with that went out with the weapons that he has. Dak utilizes them better than anybody. Like mm-hmm. I mean, thank God that the Andy Dalton can do this narrative died because Lord have mercy. That was a stupid couple of weeks. That was a stupid week where people were like, yeah, I think, yeah. I think Andy's able to do this. I think Andy can do. Andy can be able to carry the offense a little bit. Yeah. Okay. All right. Colin Coward. He's aged. Can Colin Coward's aged. Hot take. Colin Coward's aged terribly, by the way, just for the record. He, he has. He has. <laughs> I just wanted to get that out there. But yeah. Can I go so back to the. Uh, mm-hmm. Go ahead. Can I go back to the Matt Ryan thing for a second? Yes. It's all about Matt Ryan. Because yes. I wanted to throw this out here earlier when we were talking about the Falcons. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good God, we are paying that man way too much money. <laughs> I know it's I know it's average quarterback money, but good God, when that man is taking up 20% of our salary cap and then we're overpaying our defensive line and our secondary, there is no way in hell. Now we can get back to the Super Bowl until we just cut every single bit of fat off of this team. And that's going to take years, man. Yeah. We're looking at a five-year plan. It's, it's going to be gross because you can't <laughs> you can't trade or release Ryan right now because the cap hit is just it's too 41. Big. It's 41 mil, I think, right? And it's like yes. 20, almost like 30 million in dead cap, even if you trade him. So yes. It's like you can't, you can't trade. I think that ends next year, though. I think after okay, next yeah, year you can move on. Years. But after next year, what? He's like thirty-seven. I think so. Like, was, yeah. And, and if he doesn't look good, nobody's gonna really. And it's also gonna What's be a situation where, like, my bad. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I, I just want to know um, if one of y'all can look it up. Probably Josh will be able to find it, maybe, because I'm not good with wow. looking this type of stuff up last night. Uh, 
I know next year is up. like his big contract year, I think, where he's going to get the most guaranteed money. I may be wrong on that, but his contract goes to 2024. So what's the option for like 22, 23? Yeah, and Matt, Matt got that contract got before. Matt got the contract before teams got smart, so I put those options in them. Like they, it's like it looks yes. like a big deal, but teams get out of it in like a year or so and not really pay that much. He okay, got it so before that happened. Yeah, next year his cap hit is forty million. Next year's when the the extension kicks in. <laughs> yeah. He's only eighteen point oh. nine right now. Oh no. Yeah. Next year it's forty point nine with forty nine million in dead cap. The year after that yes. it's forty one million, twenty six million in dead cap, and then thirty six million, eight million in dead cap. So he's probably it getting goes cut up. after two years. He goes up to 36 in dead cap? No, uh, 36 oh, okay. regular cap hit drops to oh, okay. eight. So like eight. Oh, okay, that's okay, when, my bad. That's, that's the only time, time you that's can the window. move on. That's I guess the window. maybe. <laughs> that's, so that's he's there for window. sure next year because you can't yeah. do that. And Julio can't get rid of Julio either because I'm pretty sure he's locked in the same type of situation. I'm looking mm-hmm. it up real quick. But yeah, they – and. Who Sorry, is going to be good for your next rookie quarterback, though? Who is going to be really good for your next rookie quarterback? No, no, no. Like I want us to, <laughs> to keep Julio. I'm not on the trade Julio train. Like he's our Freddie Freeman, so yeah. I want Julio to stay. But, but what if? Okay, but what if? I what have, if there's a quarterback out there that's throwing the practice squad players, and he'd really like a Julio Jones, and some of us would really like him that Julio Jones. Would you? Would that be okay? What if it was your co-host quarterback, what? and you wanted your co-host quarterback to have a Julio Jones? Do you want me to have Julio? Can I have a Julio Jones? I want one. I want one. <laughs> Is that okay? Would you Would you be okay with that? Uh, the Eagles <laughs> would never make that move, Titus. You should know. That. I know. I, know, I, know. You're... <laughs> I know. The the Are bro. The Falcons could literally up? say. The Falcons could literally say Julio Jones is on the trade block. How would make an offer? He wouldn't make a single offer. He just stood at no, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Why do we need Why do we need a wide receiver? You see what Travis Fulgham's doing by himself. Yeah. <laughs> you know, why do we need a receiver? So, yeah, Julio is $23 million next year, $38 million cap hit. So, not going anywhere. That means that. And then um, $19 million and $15 million the year after that. And then you know, what the Falcons, you know what the Falcons need to do? They need to hire whoever yeah, so runs the Saints salary uh, yeah, cap. Titus, hire the people from. How people who are on the Saints salary yes. cap because no they have done it. some kind, they have so much magic with that thing. I don't know how it works at this point, honestly. I feel like they keep pushing the money back. They're like, ah, we just push the debt further back. And eventually, somebody else have to deal with this. We'll all be fired by then. I don't know what's like plan the government. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> the government funds that team. <laughs> the government funds that team. So they're just, they're just like keep, they're just like keep nah. shoveling money in the fire. we don't have to worry about it when it overflows yep. we won't be here yeah, so. all, all those taxpayers should be getting rings in the uh, mailbox too yeah, yeah, all the taxpayers get a who that get a who that letter yeah year. get a get a who that <laughs> who that chain yeah but yeah that's the that's the strategy for the falcon but bro. for the yeah, for this year for the Falcons, so I have not yet let myself get pissed off at the Falcons. I mean, I even though I was riding the Falcons train, of course, I was being a good fan. I was optimistic, but in my predictions, I was saying, hey, the Falcons are going to come in third. We made no real offseason moves. No. We still suck. Uh, quit hyping them up. So, But I genuinely got pissed off last night when I started looking through their salary cap. Why the <laughs> hell did we let Dimitrov do what he did. And why the hell did we let Dimitrov even walk into the 2020 bro. season with a job, bro? He effed us over. Our 
on defense, okay. we are overpaying our secondary and our defensive line. They're both 10%, I think, they account for each, and they are, like, the worst ever. Leva, God. Like, Leva. It, it pissed me off. It Leva. made me so mad. <laughs> but you have Rich McKay to fix it. Yes. Rich McKay gets yeah, to fix get it. out of here. <laughs> You get the person that, that was bad at it in the first place. You get him back. Yay. Yeah. Yay. Well, no, no. So now he knows, hey, I know what it, I know how to make it go bad. So now I know how to make it go right. <laughs> I know how to make it go right again. Yeah. <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. But like that's Wait the crazy thing is so like we talk about the Ryan and the Julio contracts and all the dead money, right. but it's like you have to make those two extensions. You do. And then the problem was you, is you just couldn't fill it out around them. Right. And that's how you right. end up here. Like the problem is they, I mean, the Super Bowl is kind of the worst thing to happen to them in so many ways. It's like, okay, we're right there at the doorstep. So we should move be able to get there. back. Right. A move here, move there. We're right back where we were. And they haven't, I mean, the closest they came was the next year where they lost the, the Eagles in the playoffs. And they started the Nick Foles train. Like that's yep. the closest they've been <laughs> since then. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a bad situation in Atlanta, man. And it, it might not yeah, get, and like I said, you can't if you can't move those quarterbacks, it might not get better because you can't. I don't think anyone wants to sit on thirty eight million in dead cap or thirty nope. million dead cap. Nobody's trying to sit, just sit with that in your <laughs> in your life. And then yeah, I mean you're going to run into a situation where you have a new head coach next year. So if you go get one of these right. offensive guys, they're going to want their guy in the draft, especially if they pick high. There's, there's three Absolutely. like really good talents that are like top right. six picks. Right. So like, I mean maybe. you draft the quarterback and then he just sits for a year or two until you can stomach with the Ryan cut or the Ryan trade or whatever. Yeah. But yeah. I don't know. It's going to be weird. You got to, you got to sit Arthur down at, at your home Depot in your home Depot kitchen. Yeah. Make sure you got, the, make sure your kitchen was done by home Depot. <laughs> sit exactly. Arthur down and say, Arthur, listen, listen, there is money that you're going to have to just eat. You're just going to have to do it. Arthur. Yep. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's what you're going to have to do. Um, uh, Jerry Jones gave Mike Mike McCarthy the vote of confidence. I don't know if anyone saw that. Did anyone see that? Oh my god! No, I didn't. He said, "I got my no, guy." That's what he said. That's what he said the other day. I got my oh, guy. Oh my god! <laughs> I love I everything about guy. Dallas. I love Dallas so much. Y'all don't understand how much I love them. They make me so happy. They bring me joy. <laughs> because Josh, Levi, I said this before the season started. They are the most talented team in that division. Oh yeah, they absolutely are the most yeah, talented no team. Doubt. I've never no made jokes. I've never lied about that. Like I would do my eagle stuff, but I've never made. I've never um, been fake about that. They have the most talent in the division, top to bottom, and they are just a train wreck. And it's so beautiful to see. And it's even better because Stephen A is on my side, and I get to laugh at it every week <laughs> yeah. when he comes out with his rants. Every time, I just love everything about it. It's such a wreck, and it's 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 gorgeous. I just want to say that. Not get my Cowboys laughter out there because Cowboys hate week. Can I tell you one of my favorite Cowboys plays during since Cowboys hate week? Yeah, my favorite Cowboys yeah. plays are all of Des Bryant's almost playoff catches. The ones that they're like, "Oh, he caught the ball," <laughs> and then he ended up not, and then they review it and he didn't catch and they lose the game. Those are my favorite plays. By the yeah. time they thought they were going to beat the Packers and the ball hit the ground, so it was incomplete. God, I love that play. I love that play so much. I used to post that play every year. For Dallas Hate Week, just just that play specifically. I think I once called Des Bryant the best almost catch almost uh catch wide receiver in the league. I think I, I think I called him that at one point. He's gonna almost catch that ball for you, boy. His practice squad is he on now? The Ravens. The Ravens picked him up. Nah, 
Yes. Nice. Yes. Yeah. I saw a picture on YouTube, some random YouTube sports channel, because I watch other sports channels, and they had a picture of Julio Jones and the Ravens logo. I said, ooh, that would have been good. They would be able to get him for like a sixth round or two because that's just how they operate. <laughs> Honestly, right? <It's> so annoying. <laughs> Ravens been pulling off magic. Uh, so we'll look at some games in week eight. Jo- Levi, just stick around, bro. You want to hang, hang around? You good? You want to hang around? Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, cool. I see you just rolling through. You can just hang out for the show. Um, Sweet. So some, some week eight games to look ahead to. Uh, we have uh, Vikings Packers. Oh, I love Aaron Rodgers ripping out NFC North Seams hearts. That's some of my favorite football. Yeah. Like Aaron just taking the NFC North team saying, look, today I have your heart. And they all know what's coming. <laughs> and there's nothing they can do about it. Uh, we have, oh, my God. Guys, guys, Jets Chiefs this Sunday. Oh man. Ugh. Oh god. <laughs> in Kansas it's, City. You know it's oh. bad when an NFL team is a 19 point favorite. A 19 and a half point favorite in the NFL is not a common thing. That's like a college 19. Move. Holy crap. Right, right. That's like where you almost want to take the points just because. Like that's right. It's a lot, <laughs> that's yep. a lot but Oh, man. The Chiefs won last week without Patrick Mahomes throwing 400 yards, and it's kind of weird. He had a weird stat line, and they still won Sunday. I think he had like 200-some yards. And they didn't – did they have a pick six? They did. They did. Okay, that's what it was. I'm a, like, because yeah. – um, They had a defensive touchdown, the special team touchdown. <laughs> they yeah, because I was like, Hilaire only ran for 46 yeah. yards. Yeah. Um, Steelers-Ravens is the game. I think that's going to be the game of the week, no matter what. Like, Steelers-Ravens so is fun. Woo! Josh, uh, Levi, you looking forward to that? Yes, yes. Yeah, that'd be good. That's a one o'clock. That's a one o'clock CBS game. Baltimore is a three and a half favorite, which is basically just being a home favorite. I'll take that mm. as being a home favorite. The half is a little weird there. Um, Saints Bears is like kind of interesting because the Bears are five and two, but I think we all know they're fraudulent. And yeah, yeah, I would say so because I didn't know they were and, five and two. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I would never have guessed that. <laughs> The Bears are five, five and two and change quarterbacks, by the way. That's that's the fun part. Um, Nick Foles versus Drew Brees, who's more washed? Um, <laughs> Seahawks 49ers. That'll be that's the NFC West game, so it'll be weird just because mm-hmm. it won't make nothing about that game will make sense. Yo, Kyle Shanahan is a wizard. He is. Yes, yes. I don't know how that team's winning games. I, I don't understand what's going on. I don't know how he does it. Um, they lost what. Two defensive linemen, two of the best defensive linemen in the same game, the torn ACLs. Took a step back for like a week or two, and he's like, "Okay, cool, I figured it out. We're good." And now they're back. Yeah. I, I, I don't get what he does. Game of the week: Cowboys Eagles Sunday night prime time, baby. Prime time, baby. Yeah, the prime time games Woo! this week suck. They're so bad. <laughs> oh God, that one's Buccaneers Chiefs. A Monday night's Buccaneers Chiefs. And Thursday is Falcons Panthers. Lord have mercy. Oh wow. I ain't gonna lie. The watchability. And like, we don't have any other sports anymore. This is it. Oh, that's it. Oh, we're oh we're in the spot. Oh no. I forgot. Oh. You know what, Levi? I just fully embraced the NBA coming back in December. I was trusting. I was. Yeah. I didn't like the Sunday. <laughs> I fully embrace it now. I don't like this one yeah. sport thing. This one sport thing. I I, I got spoiled by the the COVID spoiled. I forgot that one sport is the normal here. Oh man! Oh no! In the college football games of South Alabama, Georgia Southern, and Colorado State, Fresno State. That <laughs> <laughs> terrible week. I was this like, maybe we week. can get a weird Big Twelve a weird, crazy yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, no, this is an awful week. Um, Packers, yeah, Cowboys, Eagles, the battle for first place, guys. Who y'all? Who y'all favorite? 
be favoring in that epic matchup. The Eagles are a seven and a half point favorite. That's how bad Dallas is right now. Mm. They are seven and a half point favorite. We shouldn't be a seven and a half point favorite over anyone, to be honest. I wouldn't take us. I wouldn't take us seven points over the Jets, honestly. <laughs> I wouldn't be confident in that. Oh wow! I somehow missed the biggest story, guys. Um, Levon, Levon, passing to you for this. Rams, okay. Dolphins, the debut of Tua Tagovailoa in the oh, NFL. Yeah. Let's go, Tua time. Um, if there's ever a way to test a man's hit, uh, broken hip, it is having yeah. Donald come get him. Yeah, it is the survived way. that first Donald hit. Look, man, it's, it's the Alex Smith strategy, right? If you survive that Donald hit, you're good. You got to get yep. through the Donald one. <laughs> you make it through there. You're all right. <laughs> I just want Aaron Donald just show a little mercy, man. Just, um, you know, don't hit him too hard. Just like, yeah, oh. let Tua get the throw off. Let Donald just give him a little shot to the chest. Let him roll back, pop back up, and then, yeah, here we yeah. go. Yeah. Yeah. That's, 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 that's kind of what needs to happen. I'm interested in this. Um, What do you guys think about um, Ron Fitzpatrick's rollout the last couple, the last week about how sad he was and how he felt like he got fired and all that? Um, yeah, it was, it was weird, right? It was weird because, like, it's one of those things where, like, he should have seen it coming at some point, but they're three and three. Yeah. And so it's like, I don't know. But, like, I don't think they catch the Bills. But, yeah, I mean, back-to-back wins. Right. And then they're like, God. yeah, it's we're going with two. What a phrase. <clears throat> I don't think they'll catch the Bills for first place in the NFC. I know. <laughs> Lord have mercy. What a time we're living in. Uh, but, yeah, I thought it was kind of weird that he did that because before the season started, he kind of knew what it was. Like, yeah, I'm going to mentor to her. And maybe the season started and he realized that, oh, I'm doing kind of good. Maybe we this is my – yeah. yeah, maybe this is the one. And then they're like, I mean, hey. Okay. So, like, down, one of their you. losses was to the Bills by three points. The other one was to the Seahawks by eight. So, mm-hmm. it's like they've only really lost one – they've only lost one game by double digits. Right. And then won right. the other three, putting yeah. up at least 24 points in every game. So, it's like <clears> they've only had one game under 23 points. Yeah, I can understand why Fitzpatrick might be a little upset. Yeah, it's like in one hand I get it, um, and I like the I, under, I like I appreciate the honesty and the humanity this he displayed by telling us that. I thought yeah. it was really dope and like rant and weird for football. You don't get that a lot in football, right? So I thought that was really mm-hmm. nice that he did that. But on the other hand, I'm like I don't feel like we would have let a lot of quarterbacks get away with this level of um, perceived selfishness. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No. I think a lot of quarterbacks wouldn't have got away with that. <clears throat> and Ryan, people are like, oh man, I feel so bad for Ryan. I'm like ah, this is new. I don't remember y'all doing this for a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's weird. Um, both moves were unexpected. Ryan Fitzpatrick giving the press conference or statements that he did, and then also the yeah. Dolphins making this move. But I think it was just more – I think we give him the out just because of who he is. He's the journeyman. We all love Ryan yeah. Fitzpatrick. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, too, I, I really just took it as this guy knows his road – and the NFL is pretty much almost done. So I think that kind of hit him. And, yeah, you feel bad for him. Yeah. He's thrown 5,000 yards with three franchises in the same division. So ridiculous. Yeah, it's crazy. He's such a – is he the Frank Gore quarterbacks? He said Frank Gore uh, was, like, really good at one point. <laughs> he's, he's compiling so He's compiling so many stats. He's passed people on leaderboards and stuff. Patrick is weird, yeah. man. This is strange. He's definitely, he definitely a compiler like Frank Gore, but he's way more productive in the later years than Frank Gore is. Frank Gore is more productive in the early years. And then maybe gotta, what if no one's you know, they're not giving Frank Gore, they're not giving Frank Gore the ball enough. How about that? Oh, about that? Hey. He needs <laughs> let Frank cook. 
his son is in college now. It's yeah. it's it's time to it's time to stop. It makes no sense. But yeah, so that'd I mean, be interesting debut. Be... That's one. That's the game to watch at one o'clock. Honestly, I might watch. Um, oh no. Uh, oh no, Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh and Baltimore is one o'clock too. Yeah, one o'clock has like this weird balance of like sh- good, interesting things, a, a massacre, like a televised massacre, and uh, trash. Because we also have Raiders Browns, which that's whatever. I don't really care about that game. I'm sorry, we got Colts Lions at one o'clock, and I have no interest in that game. That's the one that I just don't care about. <laughs> I couldn't care less about that. Can we see how Philip Rivers loses this one? See, so, yeah, I think the watchability for this week, um, with the primetime games being Falcons, Panthers, Cowboys, Eagles, Bucks, Giants, and the best game being a one o'clock, the season Ravens game being a one o'clock start. I'm gonna give the watchability for this week about a two and a half. Cause if the best game is at one o'clock and you have three primetime games, you're over three on like interesting from a national scale. Uh I can't give that I can't give that week too big of a rating. Uh, yeah. What you going with? Um, same. 2.5. Josh, what you got? Perfect 10. I'm morbidly interested in Chiefs Jets. Like, morbidly. morbidly. <laughs> yeah, just to like, you want to see a dead body? Is. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> What are you about to say, Levi? <clears throat> For Thursday night, I'm more yes. interested in what's going to be happening off the field than on the field because if Arthur Blank doesn't strike up a good conversation with Joe Brady, he can, uh, you know, just walk right back out <laughs> of that stadium. That's what his number one mission so, should be is. Eh, so J- Joe, Brady Joe Brady needs to go. Joe Brady needs to go from offense coordinator in college, co-offense coordinator in college, offense coordinator in the NFL to head coach in two years. That's what That's what you want? Yeah, exactly. I, I think it. it's the perfect mix. I mean, this is yeah, this is exactly what McKay would want. <laughs> I respect it. All right, McKay, you know McKay's gonna hire like Robert Sandler or something, right? He's gonna be another defensive guy. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what he's gonna do. I'm gonna cheer for Robert though. I'm gonna cheer for him. But I'm just saying it's probably what's gonna happen. I think I like to see defensive guys get jobs since everyone's turned towards offense now. So it's like nice to see defensive guys still get love. And yeah, I think, well, I better I better be getting reports about uh, freaking Grady Jarrett sexing him then on Friday nights. <laughs> we better be winning. Oh, so the last thing now, Josh Levi does not know what I'm about to say here. Uh, what's about these Bo? This Bo Jackson old man comment oh, okay. that he made. Oh, Bo oh, Jackson old man yeah. comment that he made. Uh, now, uh, Josh, yeah. Bo Jackson said, "If I played during this era, I'd be averaging 350 to 400 yards a game." Exactly. The eye roll was the perfect reaction. It's exactly. Oh, the exact come reaction. on. Like, stop. It's insane. Yeah, if Derrick Henry played in your era, he would do the same thing you did, Bo. Okay, what's next? What's next, Bo Jackson? Come on now. Wait, can I, can I say that he is off his rocker when he says 350 to 400, but I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility. That man averages 200 yards today in his prime. I, I do. I absolutely do. Averages 200 I mean, yards? No. He was a freak. He was a, he was a freak in this time for sure. He's one of the most like ridiculous athletes we've ever seen. 
but he's not like the way the NFL is now. He's not doing two hundred yards. And if he did, know, that man. would be a team. That would be a team headed to nowhere because the running back position. Sorry, like running for two hundred yards is not winning much now. Yeah, it's not giving you guarantees. But I mean, but no, I don't. I, I don't. Two hundred is no, no. He weighed fifteen. Four, uh, 25. Okay, 25 is significant. 25 more pounds than Christian McCaffrey. That's it? <laughs> Whatever I'm looking at here he's... has him listed at 6'1", 230. Okay. Yeah, all right. Yeah, so. No, Which is like, a big dude. It's a big it's dude, like, but like Zeke Elliott's about that size. Right, yeah, Zeke's about that size, right? I'm pretty yeah. sure Zeke's up there. Um, yeah, but does Zeke run a 4'2", four, 4'3"? Four, I think he did. I don't remember. I think he did. I don't know. If, I don't know how good his archers, his archery skills are. That's the real thing. I don't know if he can, he can beat an archer. <laughs> yeah, he was, Zeke was a. What four, are four. archery people? Okay, what are archery people called? Yeah, four four archers. Oh, it is. Oh, you're right. I'm tripping. I, it's see, it's sleep time. It's time to go to sleep. That's what yeah. that means. That's what that means. It's time we're about to wrap this thing up. But no, but no. What I don't see people Jackson fish actually. a lot called. <laughs> um. So yeah. Uh. They're called Fishers, Josh. Just Fishers. So you know. Yeah, Fishers. Jeff Fishers. Hey, eight and eight. King. King of eight and eight. I can't believe y'all disrespecting Bo Jackson like that. Is it disrespecting Bo Jackson or is it just being realistic? I, is Bo Jackson just being no, disrespectful to I mean, the era? Being, yeah, but I think it's the He's whole... disrespecting the uh, era. Just dismissing him as an old man and saying, get, get out of it here. It was an old man dude. comment. This hey, was the... This was the that's that's we're a gonna, man. We're gonna be, it is. We're gonna be. Yeah, yeah. We're gonna be making those same damn old man comments too uh, when we get old. <laughs> that's the NBA. That's like the NBA. The old dudes who played with five NBA teams and no one under over taller than six three, being like, "Yeah, I'd score seventy points in this soft era." Shut up, bro. Shut up, <laughs> bro. You'd be playing shooting guard, right? Like, no, <laughs> <laughs> no one was. No one was seven. There was two seven footers back in your day. Shut your mouth. Yeah, no, I, Bo would one hundred percent be successful. Oh yeah, three fifty is just insane. That's a, that's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But I think like, he was more I trying think, to. I mean, football, I think he was trying to bring up the fact about. I mean, going fundamentals. Of course, that's even more going old man. But yeah, when players don't wrap up like you should, like, you can't tackle him. That that is hard to tackle. Tackling you can't tackle Derrick Henry. You're yeah, gonna have a really hard time tackling. Jackson see but and I do agree with that but like at the same time football is not the football is a sport is literally a definition of bigger stronger faster like that's yeah. what it is right like they, mm-hmm. they're gonna get you they're gonna get you in football at some point right they're gonna yeah, get some you point. so like I don't I don't feel like he just be out here every game getting 200 200 is a lot yeah, it is a lot he'd be good but then didn't think about both could Bo Jackson catch was he a good receiving back because that you kind of got to do both now I would say he probably would be like he played center yeah. field in baseball, so it's like oh, that's a right. feel that's like you yeah. have to be able to yeah. catch it. His hands at work. least track the ball, like if yeah. nothing else. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, but shout out to Bo Jackson. I will forever respect Bo Jackson. I don't want him coming to my house and find me. I think he lives in Georgia. I don't want him yeah. listening to this podcast and saying, "Hey, they were talking bad about you." If Bo Jackson pulls up. I'm just I'm I'm not going to be Titus no more. My name will nope. be different. Yeah. Bo Bad Jackson man. hops out of his Range Rover with a bow and arrow around his chest <laughs> like Hawkeye. So. <laughs> it's over with. Comes and comes and arches me to death. Um, yo, so, <laughs> yo, so what does Herschel Walker think he'd average in this era? Then what does he think he'd do? Oh, I don't know. If Bo's at three fifty, 
Herschel, Herschel said I doing 50 push-ups a day, 100 push-ups a night or something crazy. Yeah. I don't think Herschel Walker would be anywhere as successful as Bo Jackson would, would be in this era. Like that, that his game wouldn't transition well. I think Bo's would transition just fine. I think Herschel would transition pretty well. You know, I do wish was in this era with Ladanian Thompson. That's the one I actually wish was in this yeah. era. Yeah. And Reggie so, Bush, too. Reggie so Bush missed Herschel, this era by like three years. Herschel yeah. ran a 4 3 5. Oh, yeah. Well, obviously. Oh, oh, well, yeah, shut that up. Apparently, he shut says. He said that was at 40, 48. I don't know about that. Um, but Herschel was only five pounds less than Bo. Oh, yeah. You can shut that, shut that right up. You can shut that right up, Levi. You're Herschel Walker disrespect. <laughs> it's the height, weight, speed. Y'all got to right. be out here defending an Auburn man, man. I don't want to hear yeah, that. Yeah, that that's my favorite part. That you defended Auburn guy. You defended Auburn guy and slandered the Georgia guy. That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. That's wild. Oh, so, I yeah, I see think Sean Alexander playing today. There, there's my take. Yo, Sean Alexander set the touchdown record and then got the man covered and was garbage immediately Dog. after. Yeah, over with. Like when Chris Johnson, curse. Chris Johnson hit 2K and he was done after that. Chris Johnson hit the 2K. Yep. I feel like Chris Johnson forgot 2,000 yard rusher. I feel like he got erased and it, it I don't like it because he was so much fun to watch because he was so fast. He was, he was just stuck with Jeff Fisher, unfortunately. <laughs> unfortunately but yeah i think we're gonna wrap this thing up here uh before i say anything else weird forget other things other basic facts of life and names and stuff we're gonna wrap it up oh levi you have world series thoughts because me and josh talked about it earlier oh yeah well dave roberts he tried his best to um you know (laughs) lose la that game in game five but What's his face? Whoever the manager is of the Rays, out. Kevin Cash. Dave, Dave, yeah. Cash out, Dave, Dave. Yeah, Cash was wild, man. Cash was Yeah, at the, end, at, at the end of the day, even though it's very impressive what the Rays have done with the money and roster they have, I, they just didn't have the talent. And yeah, we all that knew was that. Just too good. Yeah. 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 And, and um, um, Jeff Sullivan used to work for Fangraphs, and now he works for the Rays. And let me find his tweet. Um, because he had a good one after after the game. Oh, Josh, said, you, was, I, you, go oh, ahead, sorry. you found you found it faster than I expected. I was trying to give you some filler times. You found it fast. Go ahead. He said, <laughs> "I know I'm not supposed to give away any of our fancy internal math, but congratulations to one of the very best baseball teams ever assembled." Like that's all it was. Is... <laughs> yeah, that seems just mad talented <laughs> like, for sure. What What do you do when already quite possibly the best roster in baseball gets Mookie Betts? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, there's nothing you can do with that. No, it's terrifying. Um, oh, what I was gonna say, Josh Levi says that Tropicana Field is like bottom uh, baseball fields, baseball stadiums in America. Do you agree? Oh, it stinks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's <laughs> the worst one. Like it's, I've like been there. It's it. neat. Like it's neat yeah. from a fan perspective. If I were a player, I'd never play on it. Mm. I would not. Mm. I would not want to play there. Understood. Understood. I just wanted to get more Tropicana slander in there. Oh, and last night through text messages, I may or may not have texted. I may or may not have texted uh, Levi that money beat budgeting uh, last night. The Rays out here, tra- and I may have said the Rays out here trying to build a baseball team with a digit fund. Yeah, digit. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, but there's always next year where the Braves will be back. Um, hopefully, because they're gonna they're gonna pay Ozuna this offseason, right? We'll see. Hopefully. 
Um, Josh, I'll, I mean, Levi, did you, see Josh's I see tweet? did you see Josh's tweet the other day about the OnlyFans? What was it? OnlyFans.com slash Liberty Media. <laughs> Didn't you hear? Wait, Baseball's what? broke. The, bil- the billionaires are broke. And they lost money last year. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I heard about that. It's so funny. All how, the like, billionaires you know, across baseball what? lost $8.3 billion. 8.3. Lord. Divided by... 30, right? Yeah, I'm typing it into Google because I don't feel like looking at the calculator. Understood. They each lost like $27 million. How are they going to eat? Oh, my Lord. It's, oh, it's terrible. It's so that bad. math night may not be completely right, by the way. It could be it's okay. I love my favorite thing about this is like people see these numbers like, oh, what's wrong with sports right now? I'm like, bruh, there's no TV money. There's no, there's like barely any stadium money. This is not complicated math. Like you can very clearly tell what's wrong with these teams. Like the money yeah. is down everywhere. Everyone had to cut their season short. Of course, the money's going to be down. They'll be yeah. all right. They rich. They got it. That's why I tweeted. I was like, did you guys not have three to six months of an emergency fund saved up? That had me crying. There you go. You had tweeted, you had tweeted the night last night though. I thought I thought your man had it with the with the Justin Turn with the um Dude, no that Schwabies was way better. Schwabies was, was so much better. So last night, uh after Justin Turner, we trying to just turn at COVID, somebody tweeted, um, he tweeted, uh, just Turner getting corona after winning the World Series just proves he's still a man at heart. And that was hilarious. <laughs> and then uh Josh, I don't know who I don't know what Brad, Bra- I mean Dodgers player you were quoting, but they said it's their said, uh, it's their GM. Okay, he's quoted the GM. He said that hadn't really set in yet. And Josh quotes you with, yeah, he usually says about two, it's a two-week incubation period. <laughs> <laughs> I was dying when I saw that. It was just it so set it up perfect because I got Justin Turner running around the field with a po- two positive tests without a mask on. <laughs> And then he's like, it hasn't fully set in. I was like, it makes sense. There's typically an incubation period. <laughs> I hope we I hope we get a, I hope Sue Guys does a sports whisper of what Rod Man, Rod Manfred was saying last night. Uh, to get that game still played. I hope we get a yeah. sports whisper for the conspiracy. I need to get yeah. Sue Guys going, here's what we're gonna do. <laughs> we only have one game left. It's the race. You should be able to beat them. Not it. Uh I texted, I said last night, Josh, I said that um I think Manfred pulled Dave Robinson for the mafia hug. You know, when the mafia hug, you right before they whack somebody. Exactly. And he was like, you win yeah. this game. You win, you end this tonight. I swear if you, I swear to baseball, if you don't end this, I will get you, I will fire you myself. You will not you be able to coach a little league team. Tonight, <laughs> like you will coach a little league team in Alaska. If you don't end this tonight. <laughs> end it. <laughs> so I think that's what happened last night. And Rob Manfred got booed. And that was really funny. I never yeah, think really he was struggling in that little, um, you know, that speech trophy was ceremony. That ter- <laughs> his, his speech was awful. It was so generic. Like I that's felt a, so bad. For I heard him. it. I heard it. I'm like, bro, this is the video game speech when they make Adam Silver on 2K give <laughs> the you guy, the trophy. You mean the guy who <laughs> called the trophy named after the commissioner had a boring? He called it a piece of metal. Had a just a boring. No, yeah, but yeah. it was bad. It was bad. His boo- his face when he was getting booed is the funniest thing ever, bro. He was so upset yeah, about that. He, he was the, hurt. He, he was did hurt. the double take. He did that little thing people do, Josh, where they'd be like, hmm, like they want to say something. He did that number to the side. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, it's got to suck to be the worst commissioner in sports. How are you worse than Roger Goodell, bro? Yep. You are trash. <laughs> you worse than Roger yeah. Goodell. That's embarrassing. Yeah, it's a hard feat. It is. It is. But yeah, so we're going to wrap this up. Uh, 
Levi, I appreciate you. Glad you came back. Appreciate Josh, Josh thank you. Good luck Sunday. Somebody wish my Eagles luck. <laughs> Do it. Good luck. Wish my thank you. Thank you, Levi. Josh, I'm waiting. Hopefully Even though I'm here to okay. rant. Hopefully it goes okay. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. I'm sure if, well, I'm I'm kinda I'm I'm torn Sunday because a guy at work is a Ravens fan. I like laughing at him, but I also love Lamar Jackson. And also I don't hate the Steelers, so it's a very conflicting game yeah. for me. Because mm-hmm. I like laughing at I like like before they signed Lamar, before they drafted Lamar Jackson, I was I was good being my, being enemies with them. Then they got Lamar. Now I don't like laughing at it because when they do bad, when they lose, Lamar does bad. Lamar gets slandered. It's a confusing time for me. And nothing's better than sports <laughs> than laughing at nothing's worse, nothing's more fun in sports than laughing at your friends being teams being bad. It's like what sports are for, basically. Next to all the other sure. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, now we're really done, really out. Levi, I appreciate you, Josh. Thank you. See y'all next you week. Oh, oh yeah, you good. You can hang up. Everybody, yeah. We good? <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all good. Y'all good. Cause I'm about to I'm just right. the announcement. See y'all. <laughs> See. Uh quick announcement in case you didn't catch the live show or didn't go back listen to the podcast and if you didn't go watch it and just play it in the background and play the podcast later too. We need the we just want the numbers. Get them is get this, them views. Is this still part of the podcast or are you talking up. to me? No, I'm getting. I'm talking to the podcast. Yeah, I'm talking to the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, if you haven't watched it, go watch it. And you too. I forgot. Yeah, yeah, you go watch it too. Go play it. Get the thumbs up. <laughs> yeah, anyway, you. Everyone. Specifically you. you. <laughs> All of you go play the show. Get the numbers up. And um, it's now spent. In case you missed it, we are not going to be live on Sunday. We'll probably have some podcasts up that week. So just be on the lookout. And we'll see you in two weeks on the live show and one week back with the NFL show. Thank you all. We out.